I greet you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is always greetings when we are in Sudan, we have to greet people. Um, I'm very honored and privileged to be with you and worship with you today. And thank you for uh, Pastor Kevin and uh, all the church administration. I came here last, uh, last year, I think 2016, when you were praying in another church somewhere there. Uh, but this is a very nice place. I have seen it and uh, I like it. Um, in that time, I told you I was going to Sudan. What to Sudan is the place where the government have no control. Is the opposition area. This is the place I want to go. Because I cannot go to the controlled area of the government. So the opposition group took very wide place. You have control. The government cannot come here. When they come, if the government wants to go there, it will go with the antenna plane. And they drop bombs. This war has been going on for many years. The cause of the war is complex. It's religious and also is fighting over the resources. And the government have been uh, marginalizing the black people for many years. The black people are African origins and the government is dominated by the Arabs, Muslims. So is Islamic government applying Sharia law. That's Islamic law. When I said, as a church leader, I said, we Christians, we don't need Sharia law. So they said, now I'm opposing the government. And my house was destroyed and was not allowed to go to, and my name was written in the things. But I'm still going to that country where the government have no control. We have many, I have over 100 churches there. This is why I am a bishop of the Diocese of Kaduli, the Episcopal Church in the Sudan. So the government invaded some villages, including my village, and uh, destroyed and burned the houses. You know, it's touched, grass touched houses. So if you put the fire, then that's it. Many people died, and uh, one of our schools was demolished to the ground. So I have to, people have been calling me. I'm a student in uh, AMU here, I'm doing uh, peace studies. So calling what happened, we lost this, the school is destroyed, that's the church school, and people lost the food because is, they are burned, the food was burned. There was a lot of things going on there. The village, there were 
totally abandoned. There are many, many people died and they cannot be buried to go. So I went there. I, it was difficult. I asked Christians here, including your church, to raise some money, especially for those who have uh, lost their crops and the food. There we store food in our houses. It's not like here we have Walmart, we have other. We store our food here in the house. You cultivate your farm, then you harvest your food in your house, you eat a long year. So when the government came, they burned all this. So your churches generously contributed and other people. I got some money. But when I was going, really, I don't know what I'm going to do. Because there is pain. People are in pain. Those are lost, their dear ones. Some of them, it is very great challenge. They cannot do anything. And some of them, they, they think they failed. Especially the, the soldiers who are fighting. And then the troop entered the villages. So they thought they're the one to stand there and die there. But these guys, they came at night using another road. But still they feel we are failed. So when I went there, I don't know really what to do. But people were calling me, I have to come. But when I carried this money, there we called some leaders in the community. Why I'm a bishop, I'm not just bishop for Christians. I'm a leader for all, even Muslims. We still have some Muslims there. And all other churches, they look up to me. So the food has to be given all people equal. That food is not coming from me, but it's coming from Christians who believe in the Lord. And when I give them your greetings that this is the people, they give money and they continue praying for you. People were really happy. And some of them said, you go and tell them we are grateful. We appreciate their prayers. This is in the church. But in the community, I have to call people. And then I ask people to come. Because I want to talk to them. I called people, there is no any building will take the people. We have to find a place in very large garden with many trees, the big mango trees. It can cover all, one tree can cover all this church. So there were many there together. So we went there. All people, Muslims, Christians, soldiers, other churches. The big commander, they come with their guards. 
So guns are everywhere because they cannot come without their, I don't know, their guard. These are the people who are suffering. What will I give them? It's only to direct them to Jesus. So I want to give them a message of hope. Israel in Egypt, there was suffering. Pharaohs marginalized people. Egyptians marginalized them. God asked Moses to deliver them. When these people were suffering, was God there? Yes. He was there. When the children were killed in, uh, in Egypt, Hebrews' children, was God there? Yes. But he was waiting the right time to send Moses and was delivered. So I told the people in Uba Mountains, God is still there. He hears all this, what is happening. Injustice that's going on, God is, is aware about it. But he has his own time. This land where there is war, there will be peace. We'll build another schools. We'll build universities. People were encouraged. So this story is true, but it's really related to what we are going to uh, talk about in the Bible. Last week, I think, Jesus and three disciples were in, on the top of the mountain in transgression. This is where things were good. Even other, other disciples said, we should stay here. But in contrary, and down the stairs, down of the, 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 the mountain, they were suffering. This boy was, in, was possessed by the devil, devil spirits, evil spirits. He was suffering. His father, he was looking for a solution and treatment. He feels he failed. He feels he is not able to help his son from childhood. And in the same time, they called the disciples to help them. These disciples, they were given authority and power to cast the demons. But also, they failed. Not only failed, but there's other religious leaders, they were arguing. I don't know what they were saying, but argument might be they were saying, why are you failing to, to test the demon? Are you true disciple? Are you true what? I don't know. But there is a lot, and this is the world, what's doing. When we fail something, when we do something wrong, sometimes people start talking. People start to, yeah, you know, you know, you know. 
So this is the chaos that was in that bottom of So the failure sometimes is painful. When you fail, sometimes it's pain, painful. It's not good sometimes. It's embarrassing. Sometimes you feel the failure is like shame. So when we face failure, like when we face challenges, that things like impossible, it's not going to be done. What we do in our own life, what we do when we face failure, when we face something difficult, some people doing wrong things. Some they can hang themselves and that's wrong. That's not the way. But we can do few things. Yeah, when we think about it, we can say, yes, I fail. I don't want this again to, re to be repeated. I don't want to repeat this again. That's the di right direction. Oh, I have to work more to pass. That's the right direction. And the father of the son, who possessed by evil spirit, said, I cannot do this alone. Lord, help me. Help my unfaithfulness. Help my faith, which is not complete. He's, he, because his faith was not enough, he asked Jesus to help him to have a complete faith. So when we fail, we ask other people to help us. He cannot do it alone. He asks, this is the right direction. When we fail, can we help? Can we seek our friends, our neighbors, our pastors? And on the top, can we ask God? In the Old Testament, we read about the gods that's made from silver, from gold. This one cannot. But in New Testament, Jesus is the one. He helped the son to heal him, to rescue him. So this is the, the chaos that was in the community. It's like what was in, in Sudan. Not only in Sudan, in the place I visited, but also in our community. We have challenges in, in our homes, in our families, in our schools, in, in our place of work. What is the right thing? The right thing is to seek Jesus. He's the solution. So when he came, when disciple was embarrassed, when the, there was a lot of challenges, he was able to intervene and rescue the situation. When we face with demon, demon is 
the evil spirit is true. Even if we don't see with our naked eyes, but they're there. Jesus said that, confirmed that. And the Bible confirmed, they're there. Evil spirits are true, and their intentions to destroy and kill and cause and inflict harms on people. And this is what the devil and the evil spirits are doing up to today. So, this boy has been possessed for long years. But Jesus was able to deliver him. I, I remember last year, one of uh, sons in our community was sick and was admitted to Sintara. Then I went there to visit him. When I visited him, and when I asked him, how are you doing and what happened, he told me, I knew that this is evil spirit. I knew that this evil spirit. He stayed three days and was released back to home. The doctors did not say really have this, but in, in the following Sunday, the same in the following Sunday, I planned that we should go and pray for him because I knew there is evil spirit. Before we go to church prayer, one woman come and told me the Lord, the Spirit of God told her that boy has evil spirit. I told her, yes, I know. I think that's good confirmation. After the church, we went to pray. The boy was standing When we started prayer, I asked the congregation to pray for him. He went from just straight up to like this. And he cannot, he's not falling. He's just like a vertical. No normal human being can do like that. You just can't stand like this. But I have other experience sometimes back. I know how these guys, these spirits act. I did not scare me. We prayed over him. And we, when we laid our hands on him, then he fell down. He fell like dead. We continued to pray. And after some time, he woke up. The demon is real, and the power of God is real. It's 
not that worried about the power of God, but I have seen, I experienced it many times in life. So this is the, the two things that we need to find. Not all sickness are from devil, of course. We don't see anybody who is have like epilepsy or whatever we said this is evil spirit. No, no. Some of them is evil spirit and we need to pray. They will go. That power which was given to disciples is given to us as believers. But it will increase with the fasting. Because disciples said, ask Jesus, why, why? Why we couldn't cast the demon? He told him, this type needs more power, but prayer and fasting. And we are in the land. Fasting is very, very huge power. If you fast, you will experience very tremendous power in your spiritual life. One time I was in Sudan, I worked in, uh, in the hotel, and then uh, we want to go to Christmas. It was a journey, mission, and I was the leader for the mission. I was youth, I was not a priest, I was not evangelist. So these guys, I told them, in Christmas I, I want to go for uh, three days. The manager asked me, are you coming to work or to go to missions? I told, I told him, I'm coming to work. He said, then go out. Then he said, go out. I was really sad. Mm. I told my friends that I don't think I will go. Everybody was really sad. But I said I will, I will fast. I fasted another week, and then I go and I ask. I want to still, I want to go to the mission. He said, we are not sure, but you come next week we know what to do, whether we let you go or not. Ah, I said, now the, the fasting is... So I fasted more, and I asked my friends who fast with me, I'm going next week to know what's happening. And in the morning, when I go, when I went there in the morning, before even I asked, the manager found me um, in the corridor, he said, I think you can go. You just finish the work and come at the end of the uh, end of the day. We see what we can do, but I think you can go. Oh, I'm working and I pray. I'm working and I pray. At the end of the day, I went there. She was not. Uh, he was not the one to decide. He asked me to decide how many days do I want. That's the power of fasting. You ask me how many days, I said, now. Fasting has worked. Now I think 
okay, three days they will come, I will be tired, and then one day, need another two days. I said, five days. I said, okay. And I was given five days. Fasting is very, very, very powerful tool as Christians. And now we're in the land, land that's, we are fasting. We are not just only fasting. It's not only spiritual, but even you lose some weight. <laughs> but our aim is not that we need to lose our weight, but the, our, our aim that's gain some strength and spiritual things and overcome some of these things. So I urge you, you try fasting. It's not easy. Your stomach will say, I'm killing you, but you will not die. Some people even can fast for many days. Let us try this fasting in this Lent time, and we see the power that we have. I have talked a lot, um, but what's important is when we have problem, we need Jesus. We need to pray. When we pray, our faith is increased. When we combine prayer and fasting, there's a lot God can do. When, the, when we are a problem, we face problem in our lives, we need to try fasting and prayer. And we don't remember that God's time is different. He will intervene. But while you are in problem, he can give you peace. Like when I was in Uber Mountains, I was very peaceful. Yes, the bombs are there, the shelling is there, but I was very peaceful. I was very peaceful. I remember one time the, 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 the mates come. They came this way. I was very busy to take the photo. And other people ran into me. My wife was mad. How can you do that? I said they were, they were far. They were not near us. They were far. So God can give, you, give us peace even when things are difficult. In this time of then, I hope that um, this time will refresh our spiritual strength and power. May God bless you in Jesus' name.